This is Half Class Podcast. For a seven-year-old with a skin condition, he got a lot of courage. With a knife in the back, a natural cause of death? I'm just, I'm eating the dirt. (laughs) I just zoned out for like five fucking minutes thinking about him pooping. Welcome to Half Class Podcast, everybody. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Chris, also known as Daddy Salem. And thank you for joining us for this live play podcast. Guys, let's fucking do this. So, yeah, I've also heard you go by just Daddy, so. In the right crowds. <laughs> uh, I'm here with Aaron Crary. Coda Redheart, the kid whose mind is ahead of its time. Ian Kirsten. Key Sirach. Thomas the Train Williams. Varian Nayo. And Dietrich Heiss. Hatter, the dwarf that'll steal your heart. Okay, episode one. I'm not nervous. Aaron is. <laughs> and honestly, no, literally, he, he said that in the group it. chat. He's sweating like Aaron a pig. said he was nervous. Yeah. Uh, somebody give him a sweat rag first. It's, yeah, it's getting gross. Dab him down. It's pee. It's pee. Okay. <laughs> now, that we're all, now that we're all past that. You are the dumbest motherfuckers on this planet. I can't wait to wreck your campaign. <laughs> no, I actually have a lot higher intelligence with this character than I did with Ling Ling. So. It's good. It's Too a, bad you don't in real eight. life. <laughs> yeah, it's an eight. It is like twice. It's twice. It's no. It's... <laughs> so uh, we're going to jump right into it and give you a little bit of the lore of this land. We start on the continent of Oboro, a land of gold and riches and glory for some. Ulboro is a matriarchy ran by the noble queen Ember Fireforge, who was at one time quite obsessed with the well-being of her citizens. However, as of the last few years, she's rarely ever seen outside of her quarters. People whisper that this is because an attempt was made on her life. However, this is far from conclusive. When the continent split apart and magic left the world, Ulboro struggled to survive. Magic was a way of life for many people, and without it, the continent fell on hard times. Many were simply completely unprepared to live without it. To add to the strife, the Great Lake of Caloran, that covered a wide expanse of Ulboro's nation, drained into the seemingly endless depths of the Underdark when the continent split apart. This empty lake bed that now made up the majority of the continent's landmass became known as the Badlands, as it slowly turned into a rocky desert. Additionally, all sorts of monsters from the Underdark fled to the surface, into the Badlands, as their homes flooded, making this territory all the more dangerous. To make things worse, the capital city of Din Kaldor had originally been on a mountain island in the middle of the lake. Now, it was right smack in the middle of the Badlands. Over the years, talented mechanics grew to great levels of notoriety, and their wondrous inventions eventually filled the void that was left by the loss of magic. Many, many years after the Great Divide, magic returned to the world. And with it came conflict, as many wanted to see technology advance, and others wanted to see the continent return to the old ways of magic. This is where we start. Hatter, you feel your body slam down against concrete. As you hit the ground, you wake up. There's something over your head you can't see. You're groggy. You hear metal creaking and what sounds like a door slamming. As you're lying there, you realize that your hands and feet aren't bound but in your groggy state, you can't quite remember what happened before you were knocked unconscious. But you smell stone. As a dwarf, you know the smell of stone. You also smell iron. And something familiar and overwhelming. Cologne, maybe. 
Hatter, what do you do? Oh, is that Chanel? What is going on? Oh, I rub my temples to try to clear the grogginess and sit up. You feel that there's something over your head. Um, is this, uh, uh I try to take it off. You easily do. It's uh, it's a burlap sack. Uh, I look around, take a deep breath. You are in a black stone room. It's obviously natural stone. Uh, like you might see in a tunnel or a mine or something. It's not like a stone building. Uh, the walls on your left and right side are the stone, but you're looking out of iron bars in front of you. Behind you, you catch a glimpse of a solid wall of iron. All in all, the cell that you are in appears to be about 10 by 10 feet. Through the bars, you see three figures. Two are standing kind of near the door to your cell, and the third, a dwarf, is standing across the room by another door. He's dressed like a typical guard. Of the two standing near you, one is clearly an elf who is dressed in a red and orange robe, and he's wearing a mask around his head to cover his eyes, but there are holes so he can see through, kind of like a, a ninja turtle type thing. Uh, it's orange. The other person standing near you is also a dwarf. He's wearing a velvety red cloak that fits his fat little body as appealingly as any tailor could ever be expected to make. He's also wearing a white porcelain mask that covers his whole face except the eyes. The mask looks like three faces side by side but melded together. The first face on the mask on the right side appears human. The one on the left looks skeletal and the one in the middle looks similar to an orc maybe. On either side of the mask, you see tufts of a large mustache sticking out. You quickly realize this is the source of the overpowering cologne scent. Ooh. Hey, pretty boy. How's it going? What you in for? Oh, I'm not in for anything. Hadda. You're in. I'm out. Yeah, I know that, but... Oh, man. You're really... You're killing me. Not yet, but I think you have the idea, yes. Whoa, whoa, slow your roll. What's, uh, what's cooking good looking? Is there, is there a problem? Well, you don't recognize me, do you? Look, I'm sorry, I just woke up, I, I'm a little groggy, but, you know, did we do something last night? I'm sorry if I didn't call you back. He takes off the mask and you see that this is Reginald. Oh, shit. God, of course you wear Chanel. Oh, Reginald. Man, that's so out of season. No, actually, in the in all the papers, it says that it's in season. It's, it's the most expensive brand you can you, buy. I'm telling you, nobody's wearing that at the Capitol. Well, how would you know? You smell like fucking piss and orange peels. Actually, it's called Orgina, and everybody's wearing it. I assure you. And can you stop talking like that? It's just me and you. You don't have to do the court speech thing. It, come on. We're in a prison. If you're ever going to drop it, here and now is the time. Well, uh, hopefully this is your answer. I will never drop it. It is how I talk. Go fuck yourself. Okay, Reginald. I apologize for insulting your airiness. There, are you happy? Do you feel more comfortable? Do you feel more at ease? You you think you are so smart, don't you? Don't you? Oh, my God. Honestly, having you here is worse than the prison. It's like... It's... It's worse. I want to know how you did it. Where's my fucking bag? I'm just going to put my bag on my head. This is... Oh, shit. Where, where'd I put it? I can't... Uh, guard, I can't find my bag. Uh, I lost my bag. Please help me. 
Hello? You are the dumbest person on the planet. I want to know how you did it. Honestly, I'm curious. How are these guards just being so stoic? It's like I'm not even here. I'm sorry, Reginald, did you say something? Yes, I've been saying Uh, something for a while now. I noticed, but... I want to know how you did it. I specifically told you not to come to the wedding, did I not? Yes, I I recall that. And to be fair, I did not see you there. (laughs) However, I had three sets of guards making sure that you were not there. And yet, as I'm getting ready to go on stage for my wedding, I find that my pantaloons are gone. And not just that, every single pair of pantaloons that I own are missing from my house. Honestly, Reginald, I think the real problem is that you call them pantaloons. I've been meaning to address this with you for a while now, and honestly, it's getting old. You need to update your vocabulary. This is an intervention. No, this is a coliseum. Okay, you want to know how I did it? Here. Yes. Come over here. Yes, I, w- I would like to show. Here. Uh, I tap on the wood, or I'm sorry, on the stone wall. And then I tap on the iron wall um, and I just like kind of listen and I, I pretend like I am keenly tuning in to something. And then I whisper uh, dark speech uh, or at least what I think is dark speech. I don't actually speak it, but I'm hoping that neither does Reginald into the wall. Uh, roll of deception. And thus, Dungeons and Dragons begins. Fourteen. Hmm. So, you know some dark secrets, do you? Yes, I have the dark arts. The dark arts stole your pantaloons, Reginald. The dark arts. Maybe I, maybe I underestimated you a little bit. Maybe you do know dark languages I don't know yet. However, that will not save you from where you are now, I promise you. I go into the corner and start clicking. Aren't you at least curious where you are? Okay, I mean, all I- right. Reginald, where am I? What have I done to get here? And why are you wearing a freaky mask? All of these questions are very important to me. You are in the Colosseum of the Dead Three, where, shortly, you will fight for your life as my champion. However, you should know that I will be bidding against you. Okay, hear me out here. (laughs) Hear me out. <laughs> no, don't do the weird laugh thing that you do. Uh, no, Reginald, I'm serious. Oh, I, you know I'm not built for. I'm not a fighter. I'm not a fighter, Reginald. Why would you? Also, why are you? Why are you bidding against me? This is. You're my brother-in-law. No, no. Why, come on. You're going to die here. And I need you to know that the people that are brought here are normally brought here because there's no one that's going to miss them. Oh. And in your case, that's keenly accurate. Okay. Well, thank you for answering my questions. That, honestly, that was really nice of you. That was a solid thing to do, um, even if you're just trying to creep me out. But lastly, 
can I get one of those dope masks? Um, I would like mine to be pastel. Um, any any type of pastel I'm fine with. Pastel pink, pastel blue. But um, yeah, just uh, you see as pastel. you're talking, he gestures to the elf standing next to him in the orange and red cloak, and he kind of snaps at him. Give him the dream treatment, and the elf. Looks oh, over at him. you do fucking answer when somebody calls you dick. Where were you earlier when he was torturing me? You see that he lifts his hands and casts, begins casting a spell, and as magic washes over you, you fall into unconsciousness. Oh, great. Here we go again. Last thing you hear is his obnoxious laughter. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I hate this guy so much. Uh, Hatter, what is the most horrific thing that you could imagine seeing in your dreams? Um, probably my father shaking his head saying, you really have no talent for magic at all, do you? Something along those lines. And then, you know, like me crying and trying to like get the water orb to balance in the air and it keeps on falling and my sister's laughing at me. It's incredibly embarrassing. You look around and see that even more of your family keeps showing up and watching you fail horrendously. And then you feel something poking you in the chest. How? I'm in fetal position. Poke. Oh, you feel it. Poke, poke, poke. Ah. And then you wake back up in your cell. As your eyes adjust to the darkness, uh, you see someone poking a metal rod through the bars of the cage and tapping you in the chest aggressively. You see this person is dressed like a guard, like the guard that you saw before standing near the door, except he's not wearing any sort of helmet. He's the only person in the room with you. He looks like a halfling, but he's especially small and thin. He has a clean-shaven face, short, curly, blondish orange hair, and big, bright blue eyes. Hatter, you immediately recognize this as one of your good friends from Tashala. Scrambles. You know Scrambles is part halfling and part gnome. And over the time that you've got to know him, uh, you've known Scrambles to be an incredibly loyal friend. Uh, And he perks up as he sees you wake up. You're awake! I uncurl from the fetal position, do a nice, big, long cat stretch. Oh, Scrambles! It's good to see you! Oh, I was getting cramped. You gonna cuddle with me? We've got to get you out of here. They're going to kill you. Even better. Music to my ears. Okay, so uh, what's the what's the plan? What's the sitch? What's the lowdown? I sidle up to the bars and get really close. So, so the guard that I that I knocked out to get this outfit, he do, he doesn't have the Dang. keys. But I, I I I think I can use I can use this invention to pop it open, pop the door open. It might be loud. Oh, though. You are the man. Okay, uh, should I stand back? Is this gonna be is this gonna be loud? Like, is it loud? Explosive loud? You know that Scrambles is a powerful artificer. But it's not due to his skill. In fact, almost every tool that he has and uses is stolen, uh, which causes some problems. He also has what's known as an Alset coil, which kind of powers up his, his, his devices, but it also creates sometimes uh, dangerous effects if it backfires. So anytime that he does something like this, uh, you know for a fact that it could cause problems. Just uh, something that you know from being around him. Uh, side note, would I want to like maybe say, hey, uh, scramble, maybe I should do this one, or should I just let him you, like, go You for might it? absolutely want to do that. Okay, all right. <laughs> if you have your own. Oh, hey, uh, scrambles. You know, really cool of you to bring this by. 
Maybe uh, maybe I could give a shot at it. You know, practice my skills. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yes, you do it. Okay. I reach my hand through the bars and uh, try to position um, the device into the lock. Now, do you want me to do a sleight of hand or an arcana? You actually don't need to. Uh, this is essentially going to count as uh, scrambles using one of his spell slots. Because he's an artificer, it's kind of weird. But that's essentially how this is going to work. Okay. Essentially, he casts knock. So as you put this in place, you hear this enormous screeching, exploding sound. And and then the door rips open. It slams against the stone wall. And the sound reverberates all throughout. Dang, Scramble, that got some kick. All right. uh, Yeah, we might want to be gone like now. Yes. Do you know how to get out of here? They had me on some serious drugs earlier. I'll have to find out what those yes, were later. It's but not drugs. Seriously. The, the elves, they put people to sleep. Oh, damn. They're good. Roll a history check for me, uh, Hatter. 13. You are aware of a particular type of servant that some royals have, uh, known as a Sandman or to some a sleep wizard it's pretty much a servant like a butler or something that rich people have as like a luxury and their entire job is to come and put uh, nobles to sleep make sure they have a nice rest these elves are probably sandmen okay. essentially all right yeah those elves man they uh they, they're pretty potent um yeah so you don't do you know how to get out of your scrambles uh yes so so um from this room there's a hallway and and we're in the last room. Uh, you see in this room, there's only one door, essentially. So we have to go through the hallway and make it all the way around. And, and then we have to go out through the Colosseum and sneak up through the private access to get back up. They make it so there's only one way so that it's harder to I escape. I feel like we're getting ro- railroaded here, man. Sure, there's not a window we can jump out of? I'm, I'm all for it, I but... I don't think so. That, that door right there behind you uh, and he points to the metal wall that's inside the cage because essentially it's bars on one side, stone on two sides, and metal on the wall behind you. That there is is a is it opens directly to the Colosseum, so that when when they release people to fight, they don't have to go and get them; they just release them directly. So there's that. But if we opened it, it would probably open all of them, which might cause problems. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Let's just do it. Uh, I run towards the door. Okay. Uh, what are you doing to try to open this uh, door? It essentially looks like a wall. Wall of solid iron. Can I roll an investigation to see any weaknesses or potential weaknesses? Absolutely. 15. This door was specifically made with the idea in mind that it's not able to be really fooled with from this side. You can tell kind of that there's a pulley system. You can just see gears of it a little bit above uh, at the very top, but it looks like it'd be very hard to access from the side. Essentially, it's made specifically for it only to be accessed from one side so that people can't mess with it if they're in their cells. Okay. I look back at um, scrambles. I think if we were to be incredibly quiet, we could maybe sneak out. Okay. All right. We'll try it your way. Let's uh, let's do a little sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. I think most of the people around here will rely on the fact that the, the, the most of the prisoners are asleep, so there aren't a lot of guards. Okay. All right. 
I hate the idea of going to that damn Coliseum. Ah. <laughs> okay, Scrambles. Let's give it a shot. I don't want to stay here any longer. We made a really big noise. So uh, you go to the door. Uh, do you open it? I'm going to uh, do a quick investigation for traps and then open it. Okay, roll an investigation. Um, it's going to be a six. As far as you can tell, it's a normal door. <laughs> okay, I open it and proceed. As you open this door, you see a stone hallway with a door at the other end. There are no openings off of this stone hallway. Yeah, so you uh, quietly walk your way through this stone hallway and you get to the door. Do you open it? This looks like the exact same type of door you just went through. Uh, can I roll another investigation? For sure. Seven. It's improving. Nice. This just looks like a normal door. I open this one as well and continue to sneak. As you open this door, you see three guards in this room who are watching the door. Oh. So give me a stealth check with this advantage. Oh, I got a three and a four on that. Uh, That's going to be ten. You see their eyes widen, and they immediately brandish their weapons at you. Roll initiative. Eleven. Okay, you are in what looks like the exact type of room you were just in, the same type of room that has the cell in one part of it, and the rest of it's just an open stone room. Except there's the door that you came through, and you can see another door in front of you. You can see that there is someone in the cell, but they appear to be asleep. Uh, The three guards, one of them has a spear, and two of them have short swords. Do I go first? You do, yep. Okay, uh, I'm going to uh, attack the sh- the guard with a short sword with sneak attack. Okay. Does 14 hit? It does not. Dang. Big whiff. Uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to try to hide. Okay, make a stealth check. A 10 to hide. I'm sorry, 11. They appear to still be following you with their eyes. Okay. I jump behind a barrel, but like slip a little bit and <laughs> hit the wall. It makes a clang. Uh, I'm like, oh, shh. I look at the, the guy sleeping in the prison uh, and I'm like, oh, so sorry. Okay. Does a 15 hit your AC? Yes. Okay. Uh, one of them swings a sword at you. He's going to be hitting you for six points of damage. The other two uh, focus on scrambles. They both hit him, and he takes damage as well. Okay. Uh, and you see Scrambles reel back from getting hit, and he casts a firebolt, and it hits the wall behind and does nothing. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Dietrich, it is back at your turn. So I can switch targets and go to the spear guy and use sneak attack? Yep. Great. That's always nice. Eight damage. Uh, you see this guard crumple to the All ground. Right. Can I try to hide again? Absolutely. <laughs> Nine. They still seem to be falling with your eyes, especially now that you just killed one of them. Oh. I slip on the blood. Like, oh, dang it. Clang. Uh, first, to be clear, you were going for lethal damage, correct? I was. Okay. Actually, actually, I wasn't going for lethal damage. I apologize. No, I, I, I'm not trying to kill this dude. Um, But I definitely okay. uh, may have accidentally killed him. Let's just <laughs> get that out there. Okay, uh, you see both these guys are kind of startled, and both of them swing out and miss you and Scrambles. Uh, one of them swung at each of you. Ha! Uh, Scrambles is going to reach out his arm and try and cast another firebolt, and it misses and flies into the cell bars. Uh, roll a perception check for me. 
21. You see the person in the cell, a younger-seeming boy, start to wake up. He starts to get to his feet. It's your turn. What do you do? Hey, so sorry about that. Uh, my friend, uh, he's working. He needs to practice more. Um, you know, go back to sleep if you, you don't want to do this. But, you know, hey, uh, hey, my name's, uh, my name's Hatter. What's yours? And then I quickly attack the uh, guy in front of Scrambles. Okay. 13 to hit. That's going to miss. Wowza. Big miss. And I'm going to try to hide behind those crates. It's going to be a 24 to hide. Yeah, you uh, you hide successfully. Coda, you wake up. You're in the cell. You see one guard on the ground, two guards standing, a small person without a helmet freaking out, throwing fireballs, dressed as a guard, and Hatter. Hatter, describe your character. Well, um, am I dressed in anything uniquely prison-related, or is this just my No, you're 100% clothes? exactly how you always look. Okay. A large... Like a bitch. <laughs> Well, <laughs> this bad boy has got a large felt, broad-rimmed hat, uh, horribly weathered and beaten. You can scan down to a ramshackled cloth poncho draping over his shoulders and black trousers to the knee um, that are cuffed. And then you see these uh, lambskins. Uh, tucked around his shins and two very fine leather boots that may have seen the best of their life a while ago. He cuts a rakish figure with a a lot of black, luscious hair and uh, very dark, piercing eyes. Okay. Coda, you see that person. Do you want to describe yourself? Sure. Do I have my bag or anything? You look like they haven't taken anything from you. Oh, fantastic. Uh, for the record, you also don't remember how you got here. You were in a bar. Now you're here. Okay. Coda Redheart is a young, edgy-looking teen with almost like a caramel-looking skin color, uh, a little bit more reddish than probably the norm. A little bit. He looks very, very Native American. Uh, his hair... It's styled in a wavy and wide forward mohawk, basically a mohawk with bangs. His left ear piercing is connected to a dangling white rabbit foot, and his eyebrows are thick and unkempt with a brand of a compass needle through his left brow. He has heterochromatic eyes, so one eye is light green, one eye is light blue, and they are contrasted by his dark eyeliner and eyeshadow. He wears a long black duster, with red underlining over his white opened Jacobite ghillie shirt that is tied tight by a thick hide belt with a large compass buckle. His studded leather sits atop his black trousers that tuck into his buckled red boots, and on his hands are padded gloves. Everything he has on appears to be very, very worn and beaten. Strapped to his left elbow is a small buckler shield, And on the inner side of this is a short sword cutlass. His right hip bears a beautiful ebony-colored flintlock pistol with golden and silver accents placed in a leather strap holster. And as he sort of looks over at you, 
uh, wipes his face and everything. After waking up, he starts to slowly rise to his feet and looks over at these guards and is kind of just has his hands on the bars looking back and forth as you guys are basically fighting. Okay. So I'm going to let you go ahead and roll initiative. Okay, cool. And you can decide if that's uh, combat oriented or not. That's what I would like. Awesome. That's a nat 20. (laughs) So I'm uh, going to go ahead and say that uh, this is your turn because you rolled a nat 20. Fuck yeah. Uh, What are you doing? I grab my pistol and I look over at Hatter, who appears to be fighting the guards. Hey, uh, you mind getting me out of here? I am, I'm currently hidden, I believe. (laughs) Um... He's just talking to me. <laughs> Otherwise, I would love to. <laughs> I think I, would, I wouldn't see you then. But I would know that you were there at least. I would like to pull out my pistol. And am I lined up with these guards? You are, yes. Um, the two back ones that you said are still standing. Uh-huh. I would like to put a little bit of grit into my shot. But I slowly cock my gun and aim it just right so that I could put potentially hit them both and i'm going to go for a piercing shot okay that is a 16 to hit you hit cool so the first one i'm going to hit and then the second one i get to roll with disadvantage 13's not gonna hit is it nope okay so first shot going through dang he's taking nine points of damage Finish this guy. I shoot him in the leg, um, specifically in the kneecap, to knock him down to the ground, not going for a lethal kill. Okay. Uh, he immediately passes out from the pain. Perfect. I'll end my turn. Okay. The third guard turns and looks at what you've done. Hi. Coda Redheart. Why am I here? Uh, his He's just terrified. Uh uh, he he sees that he's not going to be able to stab you through the bars with his short sword. He swings wildly at Scrambles, and he misses. That is Scrambles, who steps back to miss the blade. There's another fireball, and it fucking a firebolt, and it misses. Oh no! Scrambles. Watch watch where you're throwing that. I'm sorry. We're gonna fucking die here. Why are you not freaking out about this? You're having quiet, co- casual conversation, and we're gonna fucking die. What are you guys on Adderall? Probably. What is that? It's a potion. It's a known potion. <laughs> Hatter. <too. laughs> okay, I call out from behind the thing. Hey, uh, this is the dwarf from earlier. Scrambles. <laughs> Chill. We got this. And then I jump out and I try to give him the old pirate cudgel upside the head. Surprise attack style. Okay. Roll attack. 18 to hit. That hits. Oh, Oh, that's nasty. 13? Finish this guy, Dietrich. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. So uh, I, I, had, I, I leave the pommel of my dagger into the back of this guy's head, um, straight in the back of his head, kind of brain him a bit, um, but hopefully not enough to kill him and uh, watch him crumple to the ground. Okay. Whew. He hits the floor. He hit the floor. Next thing you know. You see that the guard that you just knocked out, uh, he does have a pair of keys on his belt. Now we're in business. I snag those and say, Scramble, are you good? Uh, you need a, need, a, need a water? You see he leans against the wall and he's hyperventilating. <sighs> How the fuck are you so calm all the time? Jesus Christ. 
hey, hey, you're all good. I grab one of the spare head bags on the floor that the guards had like piled up in the corner. I say, breathe into this, man. It helps. And <laughs> then I uh, turn back to Coda. I say, hey, so uh, yeah, I'm Hatter. And uh, nice shot, kid. What's your name? Coda Redheart. Mm, last name, too. I like your style. I open it real quick, pop the the door open, jump on the door, hold the bars, and like let it swing open with me still attached to it. I like your style. Very worn. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it's called uh, Broke Vogue. And then I just uh, start walking towards the door. Oh, uh, hey, uh, you, you want to come with, kid? Uh, better than sitting in here, I guess. I'm not even sure why I'm here. Maybe I did take some of that Adderall. Adderall? You got Adderall? Kid, you, you're holding out on me? Come on. And then I look at uh, uh, Scrambles again and just kind of give him a little once over. You good, man? You good? Hi, Coda Redheart. Hi, I'm Scrambles. You're not doing that very well, are you? I don't have any Adderall. Ah. Yeah, I could see that being a problem, I guess. I'm not sure what that is still, but... It's a Gnomish potion. No, 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 Gnomish gnomish potion. Bless you. You need a prescription for that. From an alchemist. (laughs) But I I haven't had one in a while, and I'm pretty fucked up, dude. Like, I snuck in here, and I didn't have any problems. But now... We're having some fucking problems. Hey, Scrambles, uh, watch the language. Like, the, the dude's a kid. How old are you, kid? 14. Oh, okay. I I'm 18. Scrambles, how old are you? I don't fucking know. I stopped counting at 19. Okay. Well, come on. You're supposed to be our elder here. Let's go. Am I? Fuck me, dude. Gotta pull yourself together, man. We got another door to get through. Hey, uh, Coda, you any good at yeah. s- subtlety? Uh, what do you mean? You know, like, going under the radar. I, I, I guess so. I, I don't All usually right. have to. Okay, if we can get through this next door without having to fight anybody, I think that'd go a long way to making Scramble's life a lot easier. Uh, Coda looks over at Scrambles. Yeah, all right. And frankly, I hate fighting people. Okay, let's give this a try. Can I do an investigation check on the door? Absolutely. Heads up, Aaron, just for meta purposes, I have trash investigation. (laughs) Okay. That's a 19. Wow, okay. For trash, that wasn't bad. (laughs) Yeah, thank you, Dice. Yeah, so uh, you see, uh, you see Hatter walk up to the door and give it like a once over, and then he like leans in real close and like looks like hella fucking close at the edges of the door. <laughs> uh, Hatter, this this door looks the same as the other doors you walk through. I think we're good. I <laughs> just like slowly push it open and uh, try to see if uh, there's going to be anybody on the other side so I can hide. I would like to ready an action for when that door opens and have my pistol prepared. Okay. Uh, as that happens, uh, there 
is just a hallway in front of you, a completely stone hallway, the same type of one that you just came through, Hatter. So you just see, like, the three of us, like, poised, like, on the other side of the door, like, creaks open, <laughs> like, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Ocean's Eleven style, like, okay, <laughs> and then we just walk forward. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the hallway, you just see another door like this one. I uncock my gun. Okay. Uh, do you guys just walk to the other door? What are you doing? Yep, and then I cock my gun. <laughs> and I do another investigation check. I'll help him. <laughs> 15. Okay. This is the same type of door as the one before. <laughs> uh, these doors, uh, you can clearly see these doors are all probably made by the same person, uh, and they're probably all put in by the same person. They're all pretty uniform. At this oh, point. you are really into doors. <laughs> You know, it's about the craftsmanship. This stuff, this is really solid stuff. Do I recognize the the door maker at this point? Am I like, oh yeah, yeah? It's it's a uh, Linehart's work. He does some really good stuff. You do not. It kind of looks like Linehart's, but you know, he tends to use a different wood. It's a little, uh, it's a little less sturdy. Uh, he mm. likes to make them a little fancier than this. Oh, uh, okay. Well, it looks like we got a Linehart copycat. Somebody's got a fan. And then I just uh, open it and uh, prepare to hide. Okay. Same thing with the gun. Gotcha. As you open the door, uh, you see that this is a room just like the previous ones that you were in, Hatter, and just like the one that you came from, Coda. This one is empty except for two people in the cells. They appear to be asleep. I start walking past them. Hey! Whoa. Hey, you guys want to join my pirate crew? Eyebrow raises. As you say that, you see one of them uh, starts to uh, get up. You see uh, a bird person and Eric Cockra get to his feet. All pirates need a bird. Uh, yeah, so go ahead and explain your character. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kisarok is an Eric Cockra, and an Eric Cochran golden eagle, very light brown feathers. He is in medium heavy armor. Bland just looks like a bird. I am a bird. <laughs> Nothing fancy. <laughs> so I, I I get up, I brush myself off. Oh, pi- pirate, where am I? I don't know. Join the club. What club? I would like to get out of here right now. I'm fidgeting with the uh the the keyhole. Uh as you get up, uh uh, you notice that the person who's lying next to you starts to get up as well. I, gi- I give a hand out. You see that this is an elf, but he's uh, got blonde hair, uh, and he's dressed in green clothes, uh, and he's got, a, um, he's got a lute strapped to his back. It's like a musical instrument. Okay. Little man, do you know where we are? I, uh, I don't. No. Pirate... Some type of prison. That's all I know. I just woke up here. Is is uh is Hatter hiding? He didn't say. No, no. I'm okay, I'm okay. standing on the side. You just see a dwarf with his eyebrow shot all the way up. Once uh once uh Coda said pirate. Um the 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 elven person who was next to you with the blonde hair. Uh, as soon as he gets up, he goes to the the door of the cell. And starts immediately reaching through and fiddling with the uh, with the lock with his uh, lock. Oh, let me get that for you. And I walk over with the keys and I, I pop the the lock open real quick and swing the door open. Thank you. No um, problem, of course. 
What'd they get you in for, huh? That's a complex question. Um. Oh, really? What did they get you in for? Ah, my sister marrying the wrong idiot, I guess. I don't know. You can't get arrested for that, silly boy. Why am I here, though? What'd you do? Nothing. I was walking through the Badlands. And, uh, and, uh, I don't remember. I kind of elbow shrug, uh, Hatter. I think he's on Adderall, too. This Adderall, man, I'm telling you, it's good stuff. Anyways, uh, let's, uh, let's go. You heard him. Do you want to be in his pirate crew? Uh, I'm in no such crew, but I, I do need help getting out, so I will accompany you. All right, you gotta swear the pirate oath. I start speaking thieves can't, like, like, pretending like it's a pirate oath. That's not the pirate oath. I'm just gonna say that too, specifically to Uh, the birdman. Ah, all right. I agree to your speech. Cool. All right, he's with us, Scramble. Uh, And then... You see that the blonde elf has walked to the door, uh, the door that you did not come through. Uh, And he's kind of looking back at you guys. But you all notice that this elf is middle-aged, so he's significantly older than than most of you. Uh, uh, Specifically, this is a half-elf. It's not a full elf. So, if I understand correctly, the plan is to, to sneak out, right? Yeah, I guess so. I tense when he gets near the door. I'm guessing we're in some type of dungeon, coliseum. Prison? Prison. I don't know. I've been in a couple, but this doesn't look like something I've seen before. Yeah, they said something about a coliseum and uh, fighting to the death and things of that nature. That actually sounds kind of fun. Yeah, you're, you're not kidding. Have you heard about the the, the the three dead? The three dead what? I don't know. The, the great three dead? The dead three? Anything? anything uh, as anything? you say... As you say the dead three, you see uh, you see the blonde half-elf's eyes kind of widen. Oh. The dead the dead three? So you do know. Yes. Uh, the dead three are a legendary group. Or they were. Uh, and their apostles are still considered an underground organization to this day. Very dangerous. Are you saying that's who has us? Yeah, that seems to be the case. They have these cool masks, and uh, apparently they have people fighting the Coliseum. Didn't get much beyond that, except that if you die, you get a pastel mask, which is kind of dope. That does sound kind of cool. I've never liked pastel. <laughs> you know, you, you strike me as an Earth Tones guy. <laughs> exactly. What the fuck are you guys talking about? I'm sorry, Scramble. We're, uh, I mean, we're, we're preparing for our death masks. Do you want one, too? You look like a lime green kind of guy. Mm, Let's yeah, get the fuck out of here. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm, uh, All right. I'm with Scrambles. Uh, you see that the half-elf uh, kind of bring like gestured you all in. I, um, I think I can help us if we're trying to just, just escape, just get out. Um, do you trust me? Yeah, but first Hatter's got to look at that door. True. Excuse me? 
<laughs> I go over and look at the door. Okay. I see the door. Since we're all over here, you, uh, you can go ahead. What were you going to say? Uh, you see uh, you see that he kind of looks over as Hatter approaches the door and kind of just steps aside like, what the fuck are you doing? He takes his loot and begins playing it a little bit. And you see magical energy float up off of it and surround you. And you suddenly feel as if you're one with the shadows. Sneaky. This should help us escape a little easier if we all play it smart. For meta purposes, he just cast Pass Without Trace. So uh, you all are going to have a... Uh, plus 10. A plus 10 to your stealth rolls. Yeah, buddy. I love it. And my investigation check was a six. Uh, this is a door. Mm. I look over at the half-elf. He's kind of into doors. Just kind of go with it. Okay. Okay. Uh, he goes to reach for the doorknob, but he looks at Hatter as if he thinks Hatter's going to like bite his hand or something. I give him a solemn nod. Okay. He uh, he opens the door and he starts making his way out into the hallway. All of you see this is another stone hallway, like the one that uh, Hatter and Coda have been through. Except off of this one, you do see a little red light coming from a small doorway off to the left side. Uh, key. You hear people uh, talking inside Shh. the room with the light. Okay. Uh, uh, directly across at the end of the hallway, you do see another door like the one you've been coming through. Okay. Oh, do you hear that? There's there's speech going on on the other side of that door. Oh, really? I did not hear that. Wow, that's that's keen hearing. What are they saying? I I can't make it out. Uh, you see, uh, you see the blonde half elf just kind of keeps walking past nervously. He's walking towards the end door. Should we find out if they got anything in there we need? I mean. Um, I would like to take a little bit of my flask of oil and drip it on the little hinges of the door. I would like to try and open it and just look in a little bit, as quietly as possible. Okay, uh, roll of stealth. Okay. With pass without trace, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, 28. Okay, uh, you see into this room, uh, you see a couple dining tables with benches on them around them and uh, a couple of them have empty metal plates uh, you do see at the far end of this room it's a pretty small stone room two men in guard uniforms neither of them have helmets on sitting and eating it looks like they're just eating in here I think we uh, I think we can keep moving is there any fish <laughs> we kick in the door <laughs> Dude, no, 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 I just thought it'd be hilarious. Fish. I do. I I do get excited for fish, though. But it, do it, I smell any fish? You do not smell fish. I don't smell any fish in there. Trust me, I would know. I smell a lot of red meat, but not good red meat. It doesn't smell very good. Not worth our time. No, let's keep going. I'm let's gonna close the door slowly. Okay. All right, let's go. Hatter, check the door. Uh, you see that the half-elf is reaching for the doorknob already. I stop him. <laughs> I give a once-over. I, he I slides in. Solemn nod. <laughs> uh, by the way, with your roll, this is a door. Uh, same as before. Uh, he slowly opens the door. 
and this is another uh, cell stone room, just like you've seen again and again. Anyone in here? Yes. Uh, Hello? In this room, you see behind the bars a figure completely 100% wrapped in chains. Around and around and around and again to almost ridiculous levels. Uh, you see that they have uh, a cloth wrapped around their mouth where they can't speak. And literally, they almost look like a caterpillar in chains. And they've got a big padlock off to one side that's kind of holding them. Uh, you see that there are chains that go up to the ceiling that are holding them basically standing upright. Uh, Therion. Describe the top of your head above your mouth. <laughs> The top of my head above <laughs> That's my all mouth. that's sticking out from these chains. Your mouth is covered. You're co- completely wrapped in chains all the way down to the point they wouldn't be able to see anything. Describe the top of your head. All right. So all you can see then is uh, um, medium-length black hair and a pasty-ass forehead. You see all these people enter the room. I'm not sure if this guy's alive. <laughs> Therion, uh, you know that you are wrapped up. They've, you've heard them talking about this as they were wrapping you up. You can't be put to sleep. So you're pretty much, you've pretty much just been st- stuck standing here for like about a week now. And they come in and they feed you occasionally, but that's, that's all that they've been doing. Okay. Um, plan, since this is basically a prison break, I feel like it would be wrong to not bring him with. Uh, I second that. Okay, kid. I uh, open it up with the keys. Um, I'm going to grab the, the like thing out of his mouth. Hey, you all right? I'm going to start uh, giving him like a bit of my water skin. Okay. Hatter clicks the lock off of you, but it's going to take a little bit to get the chains unwrapped from your body. I, I think I'll be all right now. Here, take some, uh, take some of this water. Thank you. It's red wine. <laughs> that's, that's delicious water. It's really good. Yeah. I'm parched. Could I have some of that water, please? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Here, uh, try some. I take a swig. I immediately spit it out. <laughs> what kind of water is this? Uh, red water. Um, apologies, but I cannot drink that. Uh, that's all right. More for me. Uh, I take a swig. I, uh, I put my hand out and say, like, hey, uh, can I get a sniff? If we're all taking, uh taking some of this absolutely I try ta- some of this hatter i talked i said it's not water it's red water i sniff it and go okay kid <laughs> you're rolling deep and i hand it back uh i'm gonna give some to scrambles uh yeah as you look over at scrambles he's in the corner full-on having a panic attack he doesn't like he's not even looking you guys direction you're, scrambles just close your eyes open your mouth i know that's gonna sound weird okay um, I'm going to pour some in <laughs> and I'm going to just keep pouring it. I'm going to go over and be like, whoa, whoa. Okay. I think Scrambles has had enough. We don't want him to. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hatter. Think yeah? about it. He's a okay. lot better if he's more relaxed, right? Well, I feel like this might. He's not really used to this kind of water and it might upset his stomach. He's used to like time will tell. No, Mitchell. The whole time you've been talking, the, wa- the wine has been pouring down into his mouth, and finally, I'm like, gets the I'm reaching for it like and like stopping his pour. Okay, I I put my hand on uh, Hatter's shoulder. Time will tell, <laughs> and then I go walking. 
My God, he's a pirate. <laughs> uh, you see Scrambles climbs back up to his feet after a second and kind of like steadies himself against the wall. <sighs> All right. So um, we're, we're almost out. There's the, the Coliseum up ahead. At the far end of it from where we are is the door that leads up and out. If we can just make it there, we can get out of here. And we fight for our freedom in the Coliseum. I yes! Swear I really To all that. that is holy, if we fight, we will die. Or I will die. Because I'm going to have a panic attack. <laughs> Look, we'll just uh, give it five minutes. It'll kick in. Um, so, let how how far have we gotten on this guy? <laughs> With all the chains. Oh, uh, they finally drop off. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. I've been here for weeks, it seems. Well, I'm sure you were parched. Definitely. Welcome to the crew. Crew? Yeah, this is my pirate crew. Yeah, just go with it. (laughs) Everybody's just behind me shaking their head no. (laughs) All right, all right. Let's get out of here, should we? You notice that the uh, blonde half-elf is no longer in this room. The door out of this room is open, and he is no longer in this room with you. I guess that guy really did not want to be part of a pirate crew. Can't say I blame him. Dang, guys, we gotta move. What if what if he alarmed a guard or something? Let's 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 get out of here. Right, let's go. Okay, uh, you guys walk into this uh, stone hallway again. Uh, as you walk through it, though, you see that it actually takes a turn near the end—a sharp ninety-degree turn. I do the same. I do a like hardcore football cleats cut and move to the right. Nice. Okay. Uh, you see a door in front of you. Uh, Header! Door! Ten. Uh, you see that this door is not the same as the other doors, but it is a door. Let me take a look at that. <laughs> oh, we have another professional. Yeah, it seems like a door does have hinges. Gonna notice that the, the ball bearings are a little uh, light on this one, but pretty solid. So I just want to say that I got to roll that with advantage, and I rolled an 18 and a 19 on the die. Damn. All right. Booming. Damn. Okay. Uh, Therion, as you look at this door, you see that around the framing where it meets the actual door, there are little glyphs carved into the wood. Uh, I look at Hatter. It's always a pleasure to see you work. And then I go to reach for the door handle. Hold up. There might be some meaning to these. Check these out. Oh, Oh, whoa. Glyphs. Uh, You can do an arcana check if you'd like. 19. You can tell that these glyphs are part of an alarm spell. Specifically, it was carved into the door to make casting the spell on the door easier. Uh, It's something that mages do sometimes. I hope you guys can read. All right, um, this could end badly. I know it's our only way to go, but if we open this door, it may alert all the guards to our location. 
You just said if we open it, right? Yeah. What kind of door is this? It is wood. <laughs> what about going through it? Do you know if that would set it off? I guess there's only one way of knowing. Cool. <laughs> you could roll an arcana to try and guess that if you want. Okay. Nat 20 on the arcana check. Also a nat 20 on the arcana Jesus. check. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Uh, the fucking door master's over here. Uh, <laughs> we know our shit. <laughs> we love We're doors. Fucking, yeah. Uh, with your combined knowledge, uh, you'd know that typically the alarm spell is based on an area. But you can tell based on the way that the ruins are and the way that what it specifically says and the way that it's etched into the wood that it's probably specifically for the connection between the door and where it meets the framing. And that is the area that if uh, it's affected will trigger the alarm spell. So as long as the framing of the door meets the uh, part of the door that's touching it, you'll probably be okay. If we go right through it and don't affect the edges, we will be all right. Right, Hatter? Yeah, that's what I'm getting. I'm just trying to figure how we can get through this door without touching the edges. We got a saw? Maybe we could, like, make a hole. I'm going to give you just one more piece of information because you guys are the fucking door masters. Uh, the door is very sturdy in how it's attached to the frame, uh, which is the best case scenario for the situation. I look at Scrambles and I say, okay, Scrambles. We really need a firebolt in the center of this door, but it can't hit the sides. What do you got for us? Ha, I have an idea. Okay. So I have an idea. What is it? Uh, I'm already doing this, but I'm taking my... I'm taking one of my horns of black powder... And I'm basically creating a line to, like, the center of the door. And I'm kind of sticking it up there. Ah, uh, yes. And then I can fireball it. Wait. <laughs> fireball or fireball? Firebolt. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most wizard thing I've ever heard. <laughs> All right. Let's get back. I'm going to step back. Hold on. Isn't this going to be louder than what would normally happen? That's just going to burn a hole in the door. It's not going to like necessarily explode too much. He didn't put too much on there. Yeah, there's no hammer. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we should be okay. Okay. It's all you. All right, here we go. So I cast Firebolt at the door. Okay, you hit this door. Uh, as you hit it, you do see the wood right in the middle splinter and crack out. That's it's all good. It's it's just splintered like if somebody were to be small and run and cannonball through it, uh, it might work. I run and cannonball. No, you bastard! You bastard! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, that's a nat twenty. Fuck! (laughs) You fucking burst through this. Do I look cool? Uh, you look so fucking cool. Uh, you spent so much time with Lionheart uh, learning about doors that you know exactly how to hit this fucking door and go through it. You create like a Scooby-Doo running through a wall thing where it's an exact shape of a person. 
and then it just kind of falls away to create a perfect little circle that people can walk through. But, but he jumps through as a ball. <laughs> so, so it's like a perfect circle. <laughs> I, yeah. I, uh, I whisper, this one's for you, Lionheart. And then I wink at uh, Coda because I knew he was thinking the same thing. We're, we're one. We're one of the same kind. And then I he tied my shoes together. Ball through it. <laughs> yeah, you were you were like tightening your shoes. Yeah. So <laughs> where you do cannonball, the the one below it that was splintered out does fall away. So there is room where all of you should be able to fit through. Cool. Uh Ah. Oh. I I walk through it. <laughs> wow, that was that was pretty badass. I kind of I dug through it. That was all right. I could have did that too, but right, let's, let's keep going. <laughs> well, I mean, as a fellow doormaster, yeah, we know what okay, we're doing. On the other side of this door, I'm gonna like be in a crouched position, looking around to see if anyone heard or saw the commotion. Uh, as you get through this door, you see that you are on. Dirt, now. It looks like dirt was brought in to be put on top of the stone. You're in the middle of a large, circular, what almost looks like a stadium. You can see that uh, there's a flat, circular floor, and then up where there are walls, you can see uh, what looks like stadium pews going up uh, from there. You see uh, along these uh, stone walls, uh, before you get up to the pews, you do see big metal uh, doors uh, on pulley systems that you can assume are what were on the other side of uh, that you can assume that this is the other side of the cells, and those are the doors that could be pulled up. You do not see anyone in this area. I I look back for Scramble. I point towards the doors that I assume are the way out, and I kind of give him a look like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, there there is one door specifically at the far end that is different. Uh, it is a door that opens outward. Instead of uh, the metal doors from the cells look like they're I just I just want to be clear. Places. I'm just like checking in with uh, Scramble, making sure he got through safely, and then like pointing at the door that I think we need to go to, trying to be as silent as possible. Uh, yeah, you look around, and Scrambles is kind of holding on to Therion's leg, kind of just to balance himself. You can see he's kind of tipsy, but as you point at the door, uh, he does kind of nod. That's where we came down. Hey, shh. And then uh, uh, after like giving him a little hush sound um, and a, a finger to my lips, I point. Uh, I, I put my hand up. I put my fingers to my eyes and I point to the door. And then I do like a little forward motion. And then I start crouching and creeping towards the door. I'm walking directly across the center of this place. <laughs> kind of looking pirates. at my gun while I'm doing it. <laughs> Okay. But I have such a swagger with my walk. <laughs> oh my gosh. Nice. Uh <laughs> I walk like Vince McMahon. <laughs> I don't. Uh Aki, how do you walk? Heavy. <laughs> You're I'm a just bird. Taking... How are you walking <laughs> heavy? Uh cuz I'm wearing heavy armor. Gotcha. It's just uh I'm a pretty big bird too. Uh yeah. Yeah. I didn't explain that. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm just, it's more of a, of a very poised walk. Uh, Therian, how do you walk? Uh, you see that Scrambles is trying to hold onto your leg and walk with you. Yeah, so, uh, I'm actually not walking. Oh. I'm floating, and it looks like I'm riding someone's shoulders, but you can't see them. 
it's my unseen servant. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> unless you fight him on it, scrambles it's just being dragged along, holding on to your pant leg. Yeah, no, he can do what he wants. Okay. Okay. Uh, you walk over to this door. No problems. Uh, it looks like it's uh, unlike the other doors that were just one door that opens. This looks like a big door that opens with two doors. You know what I mean? Oh. So you mean like French doors or something that open up? Exactly. Whatever. Yeah. All right. I check the door. 15. I was investigating it for booby traps or miscellaneous. Okay. Uh, it does not look like it's booby trapped in any way. I open the French doors. As you do this, everyone roll a stealth check. Because you're the one that opened it, I'm going to have you roll with disadvantage. Hatter. Okay. Well, that, that's not so good. Do we still have the bonus? No. Okay. That other dude's gone. You do, actually. Hey, 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 hey. You do have the bonus. In that case, I have a 22. 19. In that case, I have a 30. 21. I would just like to say I'm rolling like a fucking god right now. <laughs> Does Thomas this is have the advantage? He wasn't with us when it was cast. Okay, well, I still got a 20, so... You got it. Fucking thirty. No, just kidding. Uh, as the doors open, you all manage to just kind of move out of the way, but you do see someone coming through. Scrambles, however, slips off of your pants leg, and he's sitting in the middle of this room. As a man in a white porcelain mask and red robes walks through the door, I'm readying an action. I'm as watching am I. him. Following behind him after a second. Is a tall elven man. Neither of them seem too concerned by scrambles lying in the middle of the floor. You see the man in the red cloak walk over to him and pick him up. And then as he picks him up, he looks at his face and drops him. And he turns and looks at the elven man. This isn't one of the gods. This is someone who snuck in. And they're wearing guard armor. How does that happen? You told me that your guards were top-notch. And you see the elven man kind of step back, but look around. I don't know. And they grab him and start walking towards the, the metal doors with him, looking around. Unman him! I'm going to sneak up behind him and try to surprise attack uh, him and, and knock one of them out. I'm with them. Fuck. So is Therian. You won't get a surprise round on them. Oh. Dope. Uh, so everyone roll initiative. Three. <laughs> Roll a nat 20 for initiative. <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> I love it. So 22. <laughs> I got a six. And you got a three. I've literally never rolled this good. What's an this is outrageous. What? Is it just plain roll? It's plus your dex. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so <laughs> four. Four. What'd you get, Thomas? Nat 20? Yeah, nat 20. What'd you get, Aaron? Six. So I think at this point I've rolled two 18s, two 19s, and two nat 20s. Beautiful. God damn it. <laughs> I did not want to go first, though. My plan was to let you guys do some shit and then cast something. Yeah, I definitely wanted to go first. Thomas, you were top of the order. Uh, what would you like to do? I'm going to cast Firebolt on the uh, elf guy. 22. Does that hit? It hits. <laughs> <laughs> Real damage, motherfucker. <laughs> Nine. 
Yep, nine points of damage. I'd say that was one less than my max damage, so I can't complain. <laughs> Dietrich, it's your turn. Excuse me, Hatter. 22 hit. You got it. And I'm going to sneak attack with my dagger. Which one are you attacking? I'm going to sneak attack the gentleman that has just been firebolted. Okay. 10 damage. I was going to try to hit him with the pommel of my dagger from behind. Uh, yeah, that's fine. You can do that. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I sneak up behind him, hit him with the pommel of my dagger on the back of his head, uh, and try to, like, uh, grab hold of my friend. You mean scrambles? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so it would, it would take an action to try and pull him away. Uh, so you'd be able to do that on your next turn if you'd like. Okay. I'll hide. Okay. Uh, make a stealth roll. 20. Okay. Uh, you don't see his eyes follow you. And I still have the uh, Pass Without Trace, correct? Yes, you do. Uh, Coda, it is your turn. Nice. Uh, I'm going to aim at the other guy that they haven't been aiming at, and I'm going to blow his knee off. You're aiming for his knee? I'm going straight for his left knee. Okay. And I'm going to grit point three. That is a 24 to hit. That hits. We're just walking through your encounters so far. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you think so? Uh, 16 points of damage to his left knee. Yeah, I know what that is. How much? 16. I have no more grit, though. (laughs) Only downside of that. Key, it is your turn. All right. I would like to swing my greatsword at the the person that Coda just hit. Okay. That is the uh, guy in their porcelain mask. It's surprised that you do get advantage. Okay, good, because that was an at one. <laughs> a 19. Oh, I thought it was another one. Okay. Yeah, so 20. Uh, you hit. Okay. Um, I would like to use Searing Smite okay. as well. Okay, damage, buddy. Yep. Five, 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 five damage. <laughs> you did a normal attack, though, right? Did yeah. you add your strength? Oh, no. Seven. Or eight. Sorry, eight. I have a plus three. Three dice. Yeah, I know. Shut up, dude. But they are ignited in flames as well. Yeah, uh, you hit him, and you see him just immediately go up in flames. And this is immediately after he just got his fucking kneecap blasted. Nice. <laughs> so he screams out in pain. What the fuck? Oh, God. Thomas, it's back to you. So you just hit Reginald, right? Or who was supposed to be Reginald. All right. Um, Therion is going to cast Sleep on Reginald. Okay. Would 31 put him to sleep? Would that take his hit points down? 31 would not. Fuck. Thought for sure he'd be lower than that. Thought wrong. You thought you were going to walk through my encounter, didn't you? I'm not cheating. It's right here. (laughs) 50. He's got receipts. Our DM keeps receipts. Wait, Jesus, which is that from CVS? 
So wh which one of them has <laughs> lower hit points, and would it? Because it's you could uh, it, it would affect both of them, and the one with lower hit points would take it first. It would. Yeah. But the other one's an elf. Ah, can't put it to sleep. All right. Yeah, I didn't do shit then. This time you did hella shit last time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If I would have actually attacked, I might have actually done something. But I figured they were low enough at that point. Yeah. So you literally see a wave of magical energy go across uh, the elf first, and then kind of phase off of him because it doesn't affect him, and try and permeate into Reginald. But it just seeps off. Hatter, it's your turn. So they're both still up. Yes, they are. Hmm. One of uh. Re uh Reginald is on fire, though. And you're certain it's him now that uh, he's screaming in pain. Oh, man. <laughs> he, does, he, he does the voice effect even when he's in pain. Okay, so uh, I'm going to switch targets and try to hit Reginald um, okay. with an attack. Uh, but I only rolled an 11 on the die to attack. That hits. Oh, wow. Okay, so that hits. I am going to uh, use my dagger to stab the fleshy part of his butt cheek uh, and say, um, stop touching my sister. <laughs> and uh, that's going to be 14 damage. Almost max damage on that attack. Cray cray. It was the saying. It doubled your roll. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see a piece of his ass just fall off, along with a piece of his velvety robe. You slice right through that ass cheek. He has cake. He has hella fucking cake. Now part of his butt cheek is just, like, hanging? Uh, first of all, uh, he's on fire, so you basically got, like, a cooked fucking ham hock on the ground now. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> with a piece of velvet robe burning around it. My mouth waters. But Aaron, it is your turn. So how does uh, how does the one that's not the elf look right now? The one that I burst into his knee and he's on fire. He's looking pretty hurt and he's freaking out, but he's still stable. Okay. I'm going to shoot his other knee. Okay. Ooh, not with my main attack. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be a seven. Um, so, I'm going to bonus action and pull out one of my palm pistols to try and shoot. That is a 23 to hit. That hits. Roll damage. That is 8 points of damage. And I'm feeling a little uh, energetic, so I'm going to shoot into his knee... And as soon as I do that, I'm going to drop my gun to the ground near me, slide it back with my foot, and I'm going to do an action surge. Okay. I'm going to try and do the same thing while pulling out my other palm pistol and shoot my regular pistol again. So main attack, bonus attack. 16 to hit. And an 18 to hit. That hits as well. Holy fucking Christ. I rolled a one on both of those. Um, 
so that'll be 10 points of damage total. And I'm consistently aiming for his other knee. You definitely see that he feels that. Uh, he is looking, start, starting to look pretty bad. Perfect. I'm going to step back and crouch over my palm pistol and wait because I literally cannot do anything else. I'm just going to kind of hide behind my my little buckler for a minute. Okay. Okay. Uh, you see that the elf, uh, absolutely freaking out about what's happening, uh, he manages to compose himself enough after seeing Therion try to cast sleep on him. He almost repeats the same movements as Therion did and casts the spell back. Uh, Okay, now for meta purposes, I'm going to need to know which you have the least HP. I have 33. I have 18. Holy fuck. I have 23. I have 17. Hatter. Key. You feel yourselves get drowsy as magic washes over you. And you fall asleep. Your bodies hit the ground limp. Coda and Therion, you see this happen. Shit. The Sandman. <laughs> it's a spell. <laughs> uh, Therion. Uh, roll an arcana check for me. Fuck. Six. That was definitely the sleep spell. That's Reginald's turn. You see that he tries to magically make the fire go down on him. And it does not work at all. Nice. That's kind of hot. <laughs> Is this before I fall asleep? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You were looking at me when you said it. So. Uh, yeah, the last thing that you see is this guy try and like put himself out. And he's like, oh, fuck me. Oh, God. It's a dream. You see him turn. Screaming. On fire. Half an ass cheek. And start running towards the door. As he does this, you see a dagger whip out at him. And you see the half-elf become visible as he swipes at Reginald, who just barely misses his blade. Reginald makes his way to the stairs and gets just out of your guys' line of sight, up the spiral staircase. That's on the other side of the doors that you guys open. Key, it is your turn. Okay, that's what I thought. You're that's asleep. What, was, uh, what are you dreaming about? Just real quick. Uh, I am dreaming about eggs and the birds sitting on top of them. It's nice. a beautiful dream. Nice. Good. Therion, what are you doing? We just have this other elf here with us. All right. So Therion is just going to take his staff and just slap Key in the face as hard as he can to okay. wake him up. You slap him good with it. Uh, Key, uh, you wake up uh, from your dream of the eggs to uh, a stick across your face. Okay. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're awake, aren't you? I, I, didn't, I didn't know I was sleeping. Well, you were. Thank you. Uh, Hatter, what are you dreaming about? Um, you know, I'm probably like 
having after you know you know how after you have like a really bad dream sometimes you have variations of the same dream that aren't quite as bad that's probably what's going on like maybe i'm still trying to do magic and i still have my family around but they're like not looking at me or something gotcha okay cool coda it is your turn i'm going to move over toward hatter and my teeth are going to start to turn more into canines, very, very sharp canines. And they're going to stick out of my mouth. And my hair is going to get a little bit more shaggy. And I'm going to get some hair fur growing on my arms. My claws are going to extend. And I'm going to stand in front of Hatter while I reload, staring at this elf. He's a furry. Oh, gross. <laughs> I look like a man dog. Man dog. <laughs> man dog. As you do that, you see the uh, elf who's holding scrambles, uh, who's been casting these spells, looks around and sees you and freaks out and drops scrambles and starts making his way towards the door. As he does this, the blonde half-elf, who is by the door, Swings at him. And as he does this, his dagger slices right through his throat. And the elf hits the ground with the blonde half-elf standing over him. Uh, I revert. <laughs> okay. To be clear, no one is actively running up the stairs after Reginald, correct? No, I'm waking up Hatter if we're out of combat. Okay, then you are out of combat if you're not doing that. Hatter. I'm going to slap him a couple times in the face. I hit him with my staff. <laughs> oh, well... Oh, hey. Oh. Oh, hey, guys. Oh, dang. They did it again? Seriously? Those elves are good. Oh, hey. Did anybody get that mask off of uh, the dick with a butt cheek hanging off? No, sorry. Dang it. Kind of jumped the gun on that. I do have a piece of his kneecap, though. Nah. A piece of his ass is on the ground near you, too. I'm good. That's all fat, though. We don't want to eat I that. I kind of eye, eye the butt cheek for a second. Like, hmm, no, nah, I'm not that If you hungry. tasted that, you might know who it was, right? I'd know who it was. Familiar taste and all? That was my stupid brother-in-law. Are we going after him? He went up those stairs over there. Uh, yeah, nah, whatever. He's a loser. i just kidding. I'm just, I'm... I'm jealous. I can't. Oh man. no, no, you're good, man. I, I do we, honestly, do, my my brother-in-law's not worth the time. I'm shocked he bothered to put me into this. It's pretty elaborate for him. He's not that smart. So do we want to go the opposite way of him then? Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, to be clear, there's this door that goes up the staircase, and there's the door that you came through that leads into the tunnels. But all the rest are metal doors that open to go back into the cells. Gotcha. So there's really only one way. So we're following him regardless, but Uh, not intentionally to to pursue. Yeah. You see the half elf, the blonde half elf walks up towards you guys. I think we can assume that that he's gone. Yeah. I think we can assume people know where he is. We should probably get moving. Can I check on scrambles? (laughs) Absolutely. He's laying on (laughs) the ground. Okay. He's splayed out. uh, Just dead asleep. Oh, he's sleeping. He's like knocked out. Okay. He's dead yeah. asleep. I'd like to wake him up. Okay. Uh, 
Or you know what? No, I just he's uh, like drunk asleep more than anything yeah. else. Okay, no, I'll just uh, fireman carry him. Okay, I'm gonna stand up and kind of uh, extend my arm out for Hatter. I take it. All right, you're pretty strong. <laughs> What's with those canines? Uh nothing. Uh, and then I'm gonna walk <laughs> over toward the uh, just, uh, the elf. Nothing. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna walk over to the the half elf specifically, okay. and hey, uh, good job back there. Uh, he holds out his hand as if to to shake. You too, thank you. Is that because I'm a dog? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't shake. Good to know. If um, if I was a human, maybe. Yeah, I guess you're a little unusual, aren't you? Uh, I start to revert. My bones start to break back into place. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. Uh, good job back there. Follow me. <laughs> I'm going to keep walking out. Okay. Like uh, I know where I'm going. Are you guys all just coming yeah. with? Okay. You guys make your way up the spiral staircase. It's all stone all the way up. Can I make a perception check to sort of sniff out where Reginald was going? Absolutely. Nice. I get advantage. I probably carried a little piece of his ass to like kind of smell and figure out where he's going. It's a 25. Uh, you're easily able to follow his scent uh, and his blood uh, and ash from his body as it goes up the spiral staircase. Uh, as you guys go up, you see that there are no doors or anything off of it until you get to the very top. The dick with the half ass is up here somewhere. Makes sense. It is, it's, this is the only pathway, right? It's the only pathway out. So we have to assume he went this way, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. Once you get to the top, there's only one door that you can see. Uh, this is a stone door. Uh, it looks almost like the same, uh, the same type of material as the wall. Um, if it wasn't for a framing around it, it'd be hard to tell it's even a door. It does have a knob, but it's very, very small. There goes our door guy. Yeah. I rolled a 12 on, oh, I'm sorry, a 13 on my investigation check. Okay, uh, you personally don't know anyone who makes stone doors. I rolled a nat 20 on mine. (laughs) 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 Fuck, the door master's over here. Uh, You see... (laughs) (laughs) I know my doors. (laughs) Uh, You see uh, that the door around the framing, the stone is almost identical to the stone beside it. The framing around the door is very very normal you do see glyphs on your side of the door but they're etched very very deep into the rock uh it's you could make an arcana check to try and see what they are but yeah i'll try okay see what i get 10 10 uh you can't really make out what it is you can tell it's part of some spell there's something etched here i don't i don't know what it means though is it a picture i want to look at it (laughs) it's glyphs so kind of oh crap never mind can i uh do a history check on that on the especially the particularly like the origin of the stonework absolutely 22 uh as you look at the stonework of this door uh you can see that it is uh it was particularly um carved to look the same as the walls around it 
Um, you can tell that it was carved uh, specifically in the way that dwarves uh, tunnel through uh, stone and mountains and rock and stuff, but it wasn't done to look pretty or anything. It was just done to get through. Um, it lines up almost perfectly with the stone around it. All right. Well, uh, let's get through this thing. And I push it open. You smell fresh air and you get a little bit of sunlight. And as you step outside, you are on a city street. We are all following. Yes. I believe. Okay. As you all step outside, uh, the door does slam shut behind you. Do I recognize the street? And you do recognize the street to be one of the back alleys of Otford. Specifically, Otford has parts of it that line up with uh, a mountainside. This appears to be a part of the mountainside. Wow, it's beautiful. Oh, I thought I got out of here. As the door slams shut behind you, you see that it fades into the rock beside it, and you can't see the door anymore. You can't make out a knob or anything. The half-elf looks around. We're in Otford. I have a place we can go. Lead the way. Let's go. Yep. All right. And that's where we'll end our session. Nice. All right. Cool. That was a lot of damage. I did not think that I had the most health out of everybody here. Oh, you definitely do. I thought I did. Yeah, I didn't get hit at all, and my health is 18. (laughs) (laughs) It's a warlock for you. Yep. That's a... uh... Yeah, uh, let's just go around. What's one thing that you liked? Uh, that, what's one thing that you liked that your character did, Aaron? I liked that I was able to create that little gun hole for Therian to th- blow through. I thought that was really fun and creative, and it was a really cool way to do teamwork. And I also loved that I was tying my shoe and had her jump through it. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that was. And did what I wanted to do. <laughs> Key, what's one thing you like that your character did? Um, I like that I broke my stealth to stick up for squabbles or uh, scramble. scramble. You were also the Sorry. one to pick him up, I thought was cool. Yeah. Like you immediately went for him. Right. Thomas, what's one thing you like that Therian did? Um... Honestly, the door investigations. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you got you became the fucking door. You, I know. To be clear, you rolled two nat twenties on two different doors. I correct? know. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> a couple carpenters doors. with us. Yeah, investigating doors. I rolled nat twenties on. <laughs> and yeah, we that, need to make that, that part of his background. I'm gonna say <laughs> you had to have read like at least that twenty books about like doors. Some kind of Yo, door cunning. I'm, I used to install doors before I started traveling. <laughs> His coming action is check out this door. Yep. <laughs> uh, Hatter, what's one thing you did uh, that you liked? Uh, actually, also door-related. I really enjoyed uh, how Aaron like seized on the the repetition of the rooms and kind of like how we had the same pattern of of searching each room. Um, and I thought that was fun that it just became like an automatic thing that there was going to be like an investigation on the door and a systematic hello to the, um, (laughs) prisoners that might be inside. It was fun. And I'm going to let you in on a secret Dietrich. What's up? My, uh, investigation is also garbage. So, (laughs) ah, (laughs) there's a reason why I wasn't really helping. I only have like a 12. Gotcha. That's funny. That was a lot of fun. 
Uh, thank you for letting me DM for you. Uh, it was a lot of fun to bring Obero to life. Love you guys. All right. Uh, that was the first episode of our half-class podcast campaign in Obero. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks, guys. Pew! Pew! <laughs> That is it for this week's episode, everyone. Thank you for listening. A few quick things. Our intro and outro song, Cruising in Neutral, is courtesy of a local Wisconsin pop-punk easy-core band, Common Threads. If you like that, check them out on Spotify and iTunes. Like and follow them on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash commonthreadswi. And their Twitter handle is at cthreadswi. We have Patreon content up, and for just $5 a month, you can become a hero of Grigon and gain access to Gorham's Gemspiration, Daddy Salem's Bedtime Stories, Detective Ling, and get early access to videos of DM's Guide to Creation, where Chris and I will build everything a DM builds and more. Message us on Twitter or at us, at HalfClassPod, and tell us what you thought of the episode, and we will shout you out personally. Hell, we'll even do it in your favorite character voice. Thanks again, everyone. We are out. Much love.